Welcome to Is A Hot Dog A Sandwich? Today we will be talking about if you could have a superpower, what would it be? I'm feeling charged up and electrified. Next up, if you could master one form of physical art, what would it be? How are you doing? We have a special guest today, Ooh. Mr. Franco. How are you doing? And I had to roll the R. Gotta, we gotta, you know, we gotta give a special shout out to the Latino community watching. Yeah, always, always. We're close to Elephant and Castle as well, which has a massive yeah, Latino community. And I've been learning salsa the last couple of weeks, Ooh. and I'm trying to get it going. So yes, big shout out to Latino community. Fabulous food, music, and most of all, people. Yes, sir. We mess up your makeup. We actually, uh, we we kind of teased the fact that we'd be having a guest this week, and we said, "Guess who?" So hopefully, everybody guessed that you'd be here because you know you're a you're it's a wonderful guest to have. Got my heart fluttering. <laughs> so uh, first up, we will be talking about uh, superheroes. Mm-hmm. Who are you guys' favorite superheroes? That's a great question. For me, my favorite superhero comes uh, down to this character that really got me into the Marvel uh, comics after I'd uh, caught on a few of their movies, and that was Nova. Nova, Sam Alexander, not Richard Ryder, but Sam Alexander. The Sam Alexander Nova potentially is getting a movie within the next three years, so I'm not going to say too much, but he's powered by a star. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. Yes, we saw Yes, sir. Favorite superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to have to go with Batman. Yeah, I think like my my thing with Batman's always been like, in today's world, he could actually be real. Mm. I know Iron Man could also be, but it's like the Mm. fact that like you could be a billionaire with a lot of money, and you just need like a really cool car, yeah, (laughs) and a really good suit, which I'm sure you can do. Yeah, Uh, I'm sure either Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos are trying to work this out right now. Hundred percent, they're working on it. So like, yeah, but they're both villains. They've always presented him also like. I guess different different movies in the comics, but like he he's got like the, all these flawed characteristics. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I always find them very relatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's Spider Man. Um, yeah. I grew up watching the cartoon animated version of Spider Man, which was like a sassy Spider Man who would just take the uh, the Mickey out of absolutely every character. Um, on would kind of get under the kingpin skin and really kind of just anger them, but also was just hilarious, uh, charismatic. And uh, Tom Holland really plays that type of character, which is why I love Tom Holland so much. Yeah. And, um, Spider-Man as a superhero, he's just cheeky. And he's got a wonderful story. In the same way that Batman has these flaws, mm-hmm. he also has his uh, flaws and is incredibly clever. And uh, it's a bit of an engineer in how he uh, tackles the scene, which uh, as you may well know, I'm a bit of a process driven guy. Yeah. So seeing all of that, whilst I was having superhero powers, it's like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, Spider-Man is coming out in days so I'm very very excited I am very excited I haven't been so hyped for like a movie trailer in a very long time as I was when I watched the green goblins laugh just hearing that and the little bull rolling Tom Holland said that this movie is going to be brutal not funny so I am ready to have my heart broken and because we haven't had that same origin story for Tom Holland we haven't really met his villains in the same way as we have do we think that Tobey Maguire and uh, Andrew Garfield are going to be in it hundred percent. hundred percent. Every time they ask uh, Toby, uh, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield about it, they're like, <laughs> they go real stum. They don't even say nothing. So clearly it's about that time. So superhero powers. Yeah. Anyone got one? So I was going to say flight, yeah. but I watched a YouTube video literally a day ago that said, why you don't want flight as a superpower. And 
they're kind of right. They were like, uh, flies in your face. Um, you're going to get shot down by the US military because we know how they are. If anything's in there that they don't understand. Fly fast, bro. <laughs> you're not right. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I, but I feel like flight nowadays comes with hassle. If drones yeah. are causing trouble, imagine a supersonic human being. Uh, so I've, I've cut flight out. Yeah. But for me, a superpower, and we, I just spoke about this last week, superpower for me that is untouchable is super speed. Super speed is a game changer. So why super speed and not super flight? Because the same problems you would encounter, no? Uh, I see what you're saying, but for some reason, I in the realm of superheroes and comics, I there is I feel like there's a limitation on super on on on, on the speed of flight. Like yeah. the only person I've ever seen be able to fly at the speed of light was Superman. Yeah. And I don't count Superman because that's for me is one of the most boring characters of all time. Boring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but whereas in super speed, you see the whole point is to get to the speed of light with uh, characters like uh, the Flash, Quicksilver, Atom. Their whole thing is, oh, I'm gonna get to that top 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 speed. So, and also. I'm a massive fan of physics and time travel. Yeah. And there is one, there is a theory that says if you can break the speed of light barrier, you should, in theory, be able to travel backwards in time. So technically, if I can master super speed, I can also potentially master time travel. Potentially. There, there's some physis physicists who postulate that speed can also relate to t time. Yeah. So I could have two for the price of one. Where would you go back to? That's a great question. I would probably go back to before humanity. Okay. I would want to see, you know, what, what's going on? I might even go to the plateau where humanity was spawned and see what's going on there. You Can know? you go forward in time if you go back? Oh, I... <laughs> because I don't know... Does that mean you have to run backwards instead? <laughs> if, I, if I start backpedaling, shout out to Dion Sanders. Uh, yeah, I, I actually... I don't know it that far. I'll chat to my boys, Einstein and that, when I when I travel backwards and, and see what they give me. Oh, yeah, what... <gasps> what happened to the extinction events? What if you, like, run just a little bit too far yeah. and the comet comes down? Oh, no! <laughs> you can't see anything. No, and if you go back, obviously, if you can't go forwards, then I'm just... I'm just stuck. I'm just stuck. I can't be with you guys. I mean, you get some cool, cool pets though. That is very, very true. But yeah, super speed for me is one you can be, you can get into any arena. I can go see any artist <laughs> I ever want to perform. I can also, you know, if I want to be really cheeky, play sport. You know, I could just be like a little bit faster than yeah. everyone else. Just be fast enough to always miss, make the other person who's trying to tackle me get to me missed. You know yeah, what I mean? Well, who's the kid from The Incredibles? You know, like the, that scene. Like, I think his name is Flash as well. I think his name is Flash. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's doing that run and they're like, slow down, slow down. No, no, go quick. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, what? He's just kind of like stuttering <laughs> back and forth like, wait, wow, how fast do I get? Yeah. And so yeah, for me, super speed, definitely. Oh. So there's a uh, there's been a show that I've watched. Um, it's like a Dungeons and Dragons based show called Fantasy High. Yeah, it's fantastic, and I'm completely stealing the idea of this. It's not one of their superpowers, but it's an it's an attribute or a thing, an object that they get given. Um, and this is a uh, and it's called a coat essentially. But what I'm going to call it is um, you've got the Infinity Gauntlet, you've got the Infinity Stones. I'm going to call this the Infinity Coat, um, which is a a, a nice coat that kind of takes whatever form I assume at the time. So if I want to wear a leather jacket uh, or faux Ooh. leather jacket or fur coat, a faux fur coat, <laughs> um, or just like a straight up like denim jacket. Um, essentially, it has, again, as many pockets as I need. And I can reach into this pocket and pull out almost whatever I want. I'm going to put some constraints on it because I don't want it just to be like, oh, I can pull out a million pounds at any point. But let's say kind of like med small to medium things up to a value of like 500,000. Yeah, yeah, Um yeah, just to keep it small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would just love to be able to, for example, right now, I'd love to be able to pull out a grilled cheese sandwich and just eat a grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, I forgot someone's birthday. Here you go. I had this one tied up perfectly from last week. 
and no one will know anything because I'll never tell anyone that this is a magical coin. That's a great power. First of all, I'm hungry now. You <laughs> make me really <laughs> make me want a grilled cheese sandwich. But second of all, yeah, that's that's there's a character in um my hero academia who yeah. can form anything out of her her skin cells and it's a similar similar power but she's not as good as it as you're, you're playing it takes her a while it's like a 3d printer kind of thing <laughs> and you can see the potential is coming so i would love to see you slowly develop the abilities so in this in this fantasy high world as yeah well, um it's not really touched on but i would almost like to see like a side story developed yeah where they uh there's people that have been this was a coat that was previously owned yeah and it was owned by a demon and essentially oh, this demon captured like people and souls and put like right. a, make, basically there's a community within this coat so one of their characters opens up the coat and like whispers and the people are like hey how you doing today hope, hope, top of the morning <laughs> top of the morning <laughs> um, and I think that would be an opportunity for another kind of great story I get sucked into my own coat and how do I escape the coat <laughs> Someone put me on the team. I can write this. <laughs> well, you would never get bored as well. You'd just be like, whenever you're bored, you're like, hey guys, how's it going? And just have this whole convo at any time. They'd be like, what's the scores? You'd be like, oh, Chelsea won yesterday. You know, you've got this yeah. whole thing going on. We all have to be Chelsea fans. Exactly. So chuck loads of. You know what? You make the jerseys out the coat and chuck them in. <gasps> Bro, you've all, you'll have always have the first jersey of the Patriots, Chelsea, whatever, because you just have it coming out of the coat. Whenever you need a quesadilla, just straight up. Oh, oh. the possibilities are endless. You want to go on a cruise? No worries. Pull the, pull the cruise ship out. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to break the world's economy. You know that, right? Just because supply will be endless. You can supply whatever you want. I'll keep it modest. Oh, or don't. Oh, don't. Down with <laughs> capitalism? Yeah, question mark? <laughs> As modest as 500,000 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> I just want you to have a little Etsy business on the side where you just like have, like make pillows or something out of it and just, you know, something something chill. Some, yeah. Yeah. It's relaxing. Yeah. Oh, um, what am I talking about? I think I would do teleportation. Ooh. I think one thing I absolutely hate is commuting. <laughs> or just like, no, I, I love traveling, but I just hate the process of getting from point A to point B. Yeah. There are some times where the journey is not about the journey, it's about the destination yeah, and arriving yeah, yeah. there. And yeah, I completely And then it's just like, obviously, like if I'm doing a road trip with you guys or whatever, yeah. but obviously I'm more down for that. But if I'm like, I want to wake up 10 minutes before my shift starts, yeah. Because we're like, boom. Yeah. And yeah, fast forward and I'm five minutes. I can't lie, you're a snake. If you can teleport and we're going on holiday, why are you making us get on a road trip? Just take us there, sir. <laughs> I, if, if we've got a beautiful Airbnb, <laughs> teleport us there, please. I don't want to drive. Just run there, bro. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's not. That's not wrong. Just either. put me on your back. I'll carry the gear. Yeah, and we're good to go. Yeah, no, we should be a super team. I mean, you can you can just take out a jet super jet from your coat. I don't I don't touch the jets. There's nothing to do with the jets around me or in this space. A rocket? No. A rocket? A super rocket? Yeah, a super rocket. Yeah. <laughs> but not a Houston one. Yeah, oh, no, 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 no chance, no chance. Uh, yeah, we actually support former super super powered superhero team. Yeah, and exactly. make it into a comic, a movie, and everything. Jed Ethan Franco. Shout to Jeff. Shout to Jeff. <laughs> Team Jeff on he the way. He's actually the guest in this. <laughs> we he's are the daisy. Jeff. <laughs> we, we are all. Yeah. <laughs> we are Jeff in our hearts. <laughs> so now we've become a cult superhero. Let's <laughs> <laughs> turn dark real quick, guys. What's going on here? We went from the Avengers to the boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the boys. If anybody hasn't seen the boys, I definitely recommend it. If you are one over 18 yeah. and two down with gore because it is the most graphic, yeah. gory TV show I've ever seen. Yeah. So yeah, check it out if you want to. Yeah. yeah. Do it for the boys. <laughs> What's our next question, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from that swiftly. Um, as the Avengers and I think the boys and Invincible, which is also another one of our favorite 
uh, superhero uh, series are all based on fabulous pieces of art. Um, <laughs> don't do this again because yeah. the transition's got to be smooth. <laughs> I've got to be smooth. I feel it coming. So, comic books, graphic novels, yeah. um, literature, paintings. We all love and appreciate art in its various forms and physical art in its various yeah. forms. Um, and as Jed captures so well, you know what's coming next. We're going to be talking about physical art. Ooh. And we're going to be talking about if you could master a particular type of physical art, what would it be? Whether you're sculpting, painting, you're mastering watercolours, carving, uh, anything. Mm -hmm. What would you do? I think, first of all, I think that's a great question because physical art has changed, right? Yeah. It has moved from being just on the 2D realm yeah. to being, you know, well, before that, even before that, it was into the side of cave walls right that's where art really originally comes from yes. to potentially stuff in the ground there are things like uh crop circles that pop up you know <laughs> which might not be of this world but there are there are chalk drawings in the ground in places like uh, devon yes. and somerset where you have these massive images that you can't see from just standing on the ground but if you were to go from far away yeah. or in a helicopter and overlook it it's these art pieces that don't really make sense if from the time. If you're ever driving to Dover, just look to your left mm. and there's normally one that I can't remember what it is, but there's, yeah. there's a massive one that she's just like, oh, we're just going to leave this one here. Yeah, yeah. And so that's so I love how art has moved from the 2D into the 3D. You see um, sculptures and things like that have changed. You see people making water features mm. and to the point where I would count, and this is how I'm moving into mine, architecture as a form of physical art, right? Mm. The way yeah. we build buildings potentially changes the way uh, that art has formed as well. If you look at something like the Sistine Chapel, designed by Michelangelo, to my recollection. He painted the... He did the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, he designed the yeah. building. Uh, which is a, com a combination of multiple forms of art, right? You have sculptures within the, the building, but yeah. you also have paintings on the ceilings. Yeah. And the way that the, the housing is framed of this art also is a part of the art itself. Yes. So okay, yeah, for yeah. me, I would be an architect as a physical... As a Form of physical art. Great yeah, we have maps in this house provided to us by one of our, by our, some of our oh, most wonderful guests, the apes, who uh, have provided us with uh, kind of a, a where's where of architecture in London. Yes. And there are there are there's architecture of train stations, which I find beautiful. There are architecture of the St Paul's Cathedral, which I find beautiful. The Globe Theatre, which is beautiful. These things in their own right are pieces of art, and without them, they make the tapestry that is the physical space of London more beautiful. So for me, I'd be an architect because one, that art would last. Yeah. You know, St. Paul's Cathedral been doing it for a couple hundred years now, right? And the Vatican City's been doing it for a few hundred years. I would, the pyramids been doing it for a couple thousand years. So I would be an architect and I would challenge myself to build a piece of art that would rival the longevity and the cultural relevance of something like the pyramids. Mm -hmm. So that's my answer, architecture. I'm just in I kind of subverted it a little bit, <laughs> but I, I, I'm happy with it, yeah. In, in order to create these drawings, you need to have an artistic mind and, a, and a, also a kind of scientific mind to approach and structure these buildings so they stay yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, Franco? Ooh, so I think I would go a little bit more into the futuristic side of art. Okay. And I think jumping to this realm that's getting a lot of uh, uh, traction, which is uh, virtual reality. And what? that is a digital art. A digital you know, oh, we're going to make an exception. Let me go back. You know, I'll, I can jump on one. Jump on one. I'll jump in. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I was trying to give like a TED Talk speech. <laughs> you know what? I'll come back to you. We will come back to the next episode yeah. when we talk about digital art. When we next oh, have you on, when we next, yeah, 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 I like it. When we next have you on, we'll do a digital, we'll do a digital yeah, art. Yeah, 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 yeah. So for me, uh, I, this is again, like it's almost like a family thing. Uh, my grandma was an incredible artist and she experimented with a wide variety of uh, media. Uh, mediums and uh, my mum also kind of picked up this art as well as uh, the other April Carl um, who was on this podcast who's an incredible speaker and just an incredible explorer of um, different art media etc mm -hmm. and one thing that they're all really good at in their own different way but I'm going to take my grandma's style of this um, is they're really good at etching and printing mm. um, I actually have a physical wooden copy um, of a print that my grandma did where she cut into wood very intricately to create these kind of wavy patterns and create a forest scene. Mm. Um, and I almost love the etching more than I actually love the, the, the product, the end product of this, because you can really look at this, this piece of work and feel the artist's effort and the artist's uh, attention to detail in creating this piece. When you etch, you don't get an opportunity to make mistakes. You have to get it right first time or you have to be able to adapt those mistakes into happy accidents. <laughs> um, and I would love to be able to etch and then print these off, whether it is working on wood, steel uh, or otherwise, I think that would be a wonderful skill to have. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I, li I like that bit you said about if you make a mistake, you have to live with it somehow. Yeah. How are you going to work that yeah. into something that is a part of this piece? Mm. And I think it's a metaphor for life. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really stretching this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where regardless of what happens, you've made the mistake. Mm -hmm. How do you turn it into something beautiful? Yeah. And that's kind of what life is in, in some aspects. So there's, there's no point crying over spilt milk. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. Kind Especially like, if it's oat milk. It's kind of like maybe as part of the process, kind of like Yeah. 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 And you love your processes, as you said. Yeah. <laughs> it's the perfect one for you. Yeah. And also those prints can be replicated so you can make stuff like blankets and really interesting pieces. So maybe mm -hmm. we need to work together. I'll print on the side of your building. Please. Get the art. Please. Okay. How are you fine? How are you bringing this home? Sorry. So Painting, sorry. No, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Painting, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going yeah. through the vetting process. No, I think I'm a painter, but I think specifically mm. I would be an abstract expressionist painter. Okay. okay. Because that, so I studied um, back in sixth form at GCCs, I did Cold War. Mm. And actually one of the battles that America and Russia fought that not many people talk about mm. is through art. Okay. So I didn't know this, so this is really the interesting. Simple, the, the, the simple story is that like the Soviets were very pro-like. Mm and doing like social realism paintings. Mm. Yeah. So it's just like painting life as it is, you know, mm -hmm. like uh, painting the farmers, the laborers, like the people working for the state. Mm -hmm. Whereas what America did was that they started to fund the other side of the art spectrum. So mm. it was kind of like, what was growing at the time was like J Jackson Pollock and like other people of that time. Mm. I'm, I can't remember any of the names. So yeah. That's good but work on that study. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, what they would do is that they would create like this abstract paintings that would kind of like reflect more like obviously i'm, I'm not I know. ideas of ideas and stuff yeah, yeah. it's kind of like trying to paint emotions so like for example mm. like you know if you see a jackson pollock painting yes it does look like someone just literally threw like brushes on a canvas mm. but i felt like he had expressed a lot of like anger and mm. like sentiments and what attracts me about that movement specifically and which is what i would do that as a painting is that there's kind of something about that art form that kind of touches more human yeah intuition and like some part of our soul or like inner being or whatever you want to call it's it true. that like when you look at it 
you feel that emotion. You can connect to it a lot. Easier. Yeah. I feel like going back to the throw thing, if you're angry, you throw something tend to be very hard. So you'd expect to see this massive, potentially massive splodge mm. of red, which is a, another color associated with it. But if you're a bit sad, you're not going to be as enthusiastic with your throw mm. or as uh, fervent with your throw. So it may reflect differently. And connecting with art in that way um, is something that is really interesting because you can perceive it in the way that you need to perceive it at yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like with painting as well, it's like, you know, for the longest of time mm-hmm. in human history, that was the way we kind of documented the world. Mm-hmm. But I always feel like a lot of artists also painted how they saw the world mm-hmm. in, that, in that sense. Yeah, yeah, like, you yeah. know, like, because obviously you're only seeing through the eyes of whoever yeah. drew that painting. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I like after expressionism because it's not trying to capture like, like a, a logical or a factual statement. It's kind of like, yeah, it's just the, the artist trying to like, but show a part of themselves that it's not easy to express. Yeah. In like a, Logical way. So you're saying it, it is that it is what it is version of yeah. art. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to say that I I kind of deem the emer- immersion of abstract art as the death of uh, art. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, very as, different slump. <laughs> I'm not against it at all. I'm not against it at all, and I understand it has a place. But I see it as I have a a very uh, not bleak. But I've started to form this philosophy of entropy of everything, right? And it's not a new philosophy. It's, you know, following lots of... But I feel slowly everything is slowly decaying away and falling into the uh, decomposed parts of itself. And art is a representation of that for society, right? right. So like you saying, when they're, they're... As opposed to painting a thing, they're painting maybe the idea of a thing or the feeling of a thing. And slowly, I think we are seeing art turn into, oh, this is a white page because that is the decomposition of what everything that the universe is once everything is gone. It's like, no, it's a blank page because you didn't do nothing. Don't get paid a million pounds for it. And that's a, that's a little bit of what I think when when you started to see that abstract art start to come in, it was the beginning and f- the beginning in painting of that decomposition, that entropy of art, which has allowed... I think art to lose its form. And some people say that is art's next form, right? The fact that you are allowed to break things up into different things as opposed to a formulaic way of presenting them. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's, for me, sometimes I think an excuse for laziness to an excuse for uh, people to be very um, open with to interpretation because Mm -hmm. they can say, oh, this is a brown square. And this means a thousand right. things to me. Yeah, so yeah. you now must feel something from it. Now, obviously art is subjective, so you don't have to feel anything from it. But I do find that sometimes that form of art is lost on me because I'm like, oh no, it's nothing. This is nothing. You've just thrown some dots on a, on a page or whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I love how your take on it is. It allows you to feel these things and see things differently. Whereas something in the same room is like, they're just lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I but that's like, what art my, is, right? One distinction I would make was like, uh, would be like, I feel like there's a difference between, and this is kind of beyond the scope of this, this episode, but um, abstract expressionism is a little bit more complex than like something like minimalism. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not a big fan of minimalist art. Yeah. Like, where it's like Don't talk on your waist. Two dots and, <laughs> you know, that's all for 200,000 pounds. Like, <laughs> yeah. If it's something I feel like I can genuinely recreate on like Microsoft Paint, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a massive fan, yeah. personally. And I feel like you're seeing more and more of those kind of things. Mm in galleries which if people enjoy it that's okay that's a part of the game go on ethan i feel like you're you're loading up it almost ties (laughs) in with like a meme culture there was a tweet from like seven years ago that sold for i think at the time ten thousand pounds yeah and the tweet was this tweet is a piece of art and in and of itself it's very it's it's very it's just it's a very obvious statement yeah but 
it was then be able, it was then made into something mm. where they typed what eight nine ten words mm. and that and that was it and that sold and again going line and two dots mm. you're not doing you're potentially not doing a lot maybe these people are putting so much thought and effort into it that we can't appreciate through our own lens but they have like you say this essay um or this <laughs> monologue that they might be able to go on if we actually speak to the artist yeah but it is it is so flexible yeah. in interpretation yeah I think we uh, what we could do is do a whole other episode on what from the digital art aspect that we're going to go yeah, into yeah. the next time we're on here of what does art mean because <laughs> because first of all that's ten years of conversation right there two hours special yeah <laughs> I'm going to go for a minimalist answer on that <laughs> <laughs> well you know people like Da Vinci and Galileo are heralded as these geniuses and I know I just named two white men to my understanding but but. They are heralded as these, these, these architects of what beautiful art is. They spent years and years and years and years and years and years and years, and years honing that craft and, and, and painting these things. And then you have somebody turn up who's got a degree out of this fancy New York University who's like, does a circle. And it's like, no, that's going to now be the thing that's, paint, that's showed in, in the Met. And it's like, come really on. Really fan of <laughs> I'm really <laughs> just going at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just airing my grievances. Maybe I should put new and modern and minimalist art in room 101 in one of our future episodes Sorry, boy, I'm against it yeah so today we spoke about if you could have a superpower what would it be we had super speed yeah. we had the infinity coat and we had teleportation yes sir um, which is I think teleportation statistically is the most chosen answer yeah. it makes really? a lot of sense yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, people don't like commuting like you said one the central line yeah um we also spoke about if we could master a single form of physical art mm. what would it be we had architecture we had etching and printing and we had uh, abstract expressionism abstract expressionism not reality not <laughs> that's Saving coming that in the future <laughs> again my go-to i hope you're having a fantastic day week mm -hmm. month year thank you very much to mr franco for joining us is there anything you'd like to say um yes that was a very good minute. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to hold on the pause for a little bit. Don't do minimalist art, kids. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Or drugs. Then don't do yeah, they're, they're kind of the same, really, at this point. Yeah. Um, find us at Is a Hot Dog a Pod, TikTok, Instagram, um, your favorite social media. Mm -hmm. um, check out our other podcast we link our podcast quite a lot together so um if you're a bit confused about the chelsea jersey go back and listen to last week mm -hmm. um again fantastic day week life month year jed thank you so much for your time it is always appreciated we wherever you are we appreciate you so so much hopefully you've had uh, a moment of light and laughter while listening to us and maybe a little bit of insight thank you so much for listening wherever you are we are over and out peace bye